0: Get out the insurance cards, get out the copays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by drrodo.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards, get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's time for the first look where we take a look at the main slate DFS slate for the week. But before we get started, I just want to Tell everybody, I don't know if you guys knew him. His name was Jim Day. We knew him as Fantasy Taz. He passed away today. Um, he was one of the trailblazers in our industry. And from Matthew Berry to Mike Clay to myself, Adam Ronis, we all knew him. He was just, you know, he was commissioning leagues. And from, from the time we were all doing seasonal fantasy football, and I'll never forget, I was on with Jim Day. And I said, Jim, how many leagues are you doing this year? And he said, 75. It was the first time I'd ever heard somebody say that kind of number to me. But he was a great guy, and he will be missed greatly. But let's get to this week. Alicia, it is time for week 14. It's that pivotal week in seasonal leagues. In DFS, I was a donkey last week. I knew to fade Zach Moss. I smelled the Zach Moss fade, but I just went along with the crowd thinking, what if he gets 12 points? And there he was with like seven points, and I knew I should have faded
1: yeah i had a little bit of that as well um i also went with singletary um and he lost it to uh pierce, pierce. So, you know i'm so right
0: <laughs> if you were listening to our sunday morning discord show at dot which i'm hyping i said as much i had a feeling that pierce was going to come in and get more carries and it's not that singletary is bad but look pierce is their guy yeah. And I feel like, you know, he's that power running back. It's almost like he's Algier and Singletary's Bijan. So when they're winning, Pierce gets to see more carries. Yeah. So. I don't know. All right. Let's get started with this week. Um, Carolina and the Saints. Do you think famous Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback? Or do you think that it's going to be um, Derek Carr?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be winston this game isn't real exciting um i don't think there's any reason for them to throw car in there they do they're silly but it's kind of a it looks like a snooze fest to me really <laughs>
0: do you like chris olave by any chance or alvin Kamara?
1: Kamara, maybe but um as you'll you'll find out later i i love see uh chris christian mccaffrey this week and he's my pay up my spend up for running back and uh, Camara at 8200
0: is a bit expensive. He is a bit expensive, that's for sure. All right, let's get to uh, the Rams in Baltimore. I don't normally play him, Alicia, but I could be seduced by Lamar Jackson this week. could be. Uh, Beckham and likely and you know maybe uh, Keaton Mitchell. I could see myself going down this route. I don't like any Rams because Baltimore at home plays at another level. Do you like any Ravens? Yeah, I
1: like Lamar. Um, I do like uh, maybe some OBJ. He's 3,800, pretty cheap. Um, the one thing that concerns me about this game right now is the weather. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on it. They say it's going to be pretty rainy and pretty windy, and that may take uh, the passing game out of it, but who knows? doesn't always affect it. Uh, but, yeah, Lamar, he's that dual threat, and he's going to use his legs, I'm sure of it. But-
0: there's a lot of games about, I think every game in the Midwest, like Cincinnati, Cleveland, Chicago, there's a lot of games there, uh, New York, Baltimore. There's a lot of games that could be affected by bad weather this weekend. Will you make your lineups Saturday night when you find out or will you start to make a couple of early ones now?
1: Um, I, you know, I always make one, I usually make one for this show and then I will do the rest of them on Sunday morning. Because if I do them too early, then I'm going to go back in and I'm going to change things like I did last Sunday, again. Um and, and both. That throws my chances out the window. So I, I like to keep it simple and go and check the weather. Um, and they did say that there's going to be some bad weather throughout the Midwest, but the further east you go, the worse it's going to be. So okay. we'll find out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've i learned over the years that bad weather favors offense. It's wind. Right. Right. If there's if the wind isn't so bad, they can throw the football. If the wind right. is bad, then you gotta worry. So, yeah. but you know what I'm worried about? I see these hamstring injuries pop up. Tyler Conklin hamstring, and you know, all these guys, when the weather's cold and wet and stuff like that, it's easy for a guy not to play because you don't want to risk it. If they can't get warm in pregame warm-ups, they could get badly injured.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: All right, Cincinnati and Indianapolis. Let me just be the first one to tell you, I am playing Zach Moss this week. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I am too. Sign me
0: up 100%. 100%. Now, I think, are you going to play Browning, Chase, Higgins? I mean, remember, every number one receiver does well against the Colts. Or is this, are you going to, let's just assume the weather's fine. For argument's sake, let's say the weather comes on Monday. Would you play the Bengals? Or are you? Are you? Do you like Minshew? Do you like Pittman? What do you like in this game?
1: Um, I thought Browning looked pretty darn good. I mean, he looked he looked pretty good. Uh, Chase, he's seventy six hundred, pretty cheap. Um, Pittman looks good at seventy three hundred. Minshew loves him. I'll probably have some exposure to both. I don't know if I'm going to stack this game with a quarterback because there's some other guys I like better. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I do – what do you think about Chase Brown getting nine touches in that game against Jacksonville? Do you think he's a threat to Mixon?
0: So I'm going to tell you a little tidbit. Yeah. Coming into this year, I drafted Chase Brown in as many seasonal leagues as I could Mm -hmm. because I watched him play at Illinois, and he's legit good. He's legit good. But he goes to Cincinnati. They re-sign Joe Mixon and give him a boatload of money. And Brown just didn't look good in the beginning of the season. Then he got a little injured, but he's got ability. And they need a second guy there. It's not Travion Williams. It's not Chris Evans. So I think Chase Brown could get six or seven touches a week and Mixon gets 20.
1: Yeah. Or it becomes a little bit more balanced, I think. Um, Mixon might be getting faded out a little bit.
0: You know, Mixon's a very hard sell for me. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I could play him in any in any leagues right now. Um, I mean, I, and certainly in seasonal I can, but, I mean, in DFS, you're going to pay 6100 for Joe Mixon? No. All right, Jacksonville playing Cleveland. Do you know the over-under on this bad boy is 30 and a half? Yeah. 30 and a half. So let's assume for argument's sake that Joe Flacco is starting, right, which I think he should be. I think so, yeah. Maybe Cooper's out, maybe Kirk is out. Do you like any um, Zay Jones, Parker Washington, Calvin Ridley, Evan Engram, um, Elijah Moore, uh, David Nujoku? I mean, we saw the Jacksonville Jaguars and Bengals put up a lot of points. Do you think – but now I see 30 and a half. Is Vegas right or is Vegas way wrong?
1: Um. I think, so my take on this game is, you know, obviously it would have been more, more exciting if Trevor were healthy, if he was playing, they said he might play. Like, I can't see that happening. There's no way, but um, I think that that's just blowing smoke up people's, you know what? But um, yeah, if Trevor were to play, I think it would be a good game, but I don't mind Flacco. Flacco is a veteran quarterback. I don't mind him paired with, Elijah Moore, and if you pair them together, it's a total of $9,200. That leaves a lot of salary on the board, and you can fit McCaffrey in, who's going to be a smash this week, um, and maybe some other guys you want to pay up for.
0: I like what Heat I just wrote. I'm a big Cedric Tillman fan, and if Amari Cooper is out, Marquise Goodwin is not 100%. Tillman could be interesting. At 3400 he could be this week's Jonathan Mingo. Right, You're, yeah. I'm always looking for this week's Mingo. Right, last week I liked Mingo; he put up a decent number. You know, Cedric Tillman, I kind of like this week, so I'm with Heat. I like Elijah Moore a lot, though, Alicia. I think he is—he could be the key to this slate. Yep. How much is how much is Elijah Moore? Forty-five hundred. Yeah, that's a good price, isn't it?
1: But yeah, like I said, you can get both of them for ninety-two hundred, and Flacco mm-hmm. loves them, and they play together at the Jets, so.
0: Yeah, I like it. All right, let's take a look at this next game, Detroit against Chicago. And our man, Heat Override, said something which I tend to agree. I like the Justin Fields to DJ Moore connection this week. I could go down that path and feel really good about it. It's
1: my 100% stack. Fields is my number one quarterback this week, and I love DJ Moore with him.
0: Who do you bring it back with? I, do you bring it back with Montgomery, Gibbs, LaPorta? What are you thinking? I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to say Montgomery. That's my favorite out of those three. Yeah.
0: It's funny you said that because um, there's a $250 tournament on FanDuel to win your million bucks. And I think I was starting – my brain was saying Fields, Montgomery, and DJ Moore, and then I'll figure it out after that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right? Um, do you like Cole Komet? and do a crazy bear double stack there. Because when Komet catches the football, Alicia, it's usually a touchdown.
1: Yeah, he likes Komet. He's definitely the number two pass catcher on that team, and I don't see why you couldn't play him. How much is he?
0: Komet is 4,300 on DraftKings, and on FanDuel, Komet is 5,600. So he's like caught in that middle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's projected around 11, 12 points. Yeah, absolutely. I think you can play him.
0: All right. So I'm glad we're aligned on that one. I feel pretty good about that game. Even though there's one game I know I should have, this feels like the game I want I want to have. Tampa Bay's playing Atlanta. It's a 39 and a half spot. I could be out of my mind. And many people <laughs> have said I am. Okay. I don't hate Desmond Ritter. I don't either. I don't hate Desmond Ritter this week. I think he's going to have to run. You you can't really run very well on Tampa, but you can throw on Tampa. I mean, is Drake London in play this week, or is Kyle Pitts in play, or is Bijan? What, what do you do? You, or would you just run with a naked Ritter?
1: It's like you're just saying what my notes are saying in front of me.
0: <laughs> well, oh
1: <laughs> I like Ritter, Pitts, and Drake London this week. Uh, Bijan, I played him last week. I think he's just too expensive. Um and like the committee with Algier, like you said, Algier's the guy. They're not ready to make Bijan the guy, even though he is, should be. Um I'm kinda out on him until maybe he yeah, I don't know, unless there's a better matchup. They're not really great. That you know, they're a, a run funnel of defense, so I just don't.
0: Pitts is thirty seven hundred. Drake London, what is Drake? Oh, is forty six hundred. Oh, they're basically saying doc, play me. Play me. Yeah, they're
1: free. I mean
0: <laughs> so. Now if I did a if I did a Ritter London stack, I could probably fit in two goons.
1: Yeah. You could fit in some good guys.
0: Right. I mean, we can get McCaffrey in. Is there a receiver where you're like, I mean, do you feel it's Stefan Diggs? Is it Keenan Allen? Is there somebody you need to have as a receiver?
1: Um I like Keenan Allen. I I don't know how I feel about that Bills and Chiefs game. Um, I think I think the the over under is a little bit high for me. The Chiefs been looking kind of. I mean, we'll get to that game. I just uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll tell, you,
0: I'll tell you. why I think that game is going to be an under. All right. Let's get to the Texans against the Jets. The Jets bringing back Big Zach Wilson. Um, <laughs> I'm not playing any jet. Okay. You can't make me play a jet. I won't do it, but let's talk about the Texans. I don't know if I like Stroud. I don't know if I love Nico. I don't love if I know a Brown. I, I, I want, I, I think the Texans win, but I don't know if there's anybody on, that I want to trust with my money on this slate. Do you agree with that? So when I
1: first looked at this game and I was like, uh, this is kind of yucky, but I do think I might get some exposure to Collins. I don't think he's going to be like, oh, I have to fit him in everywhere. I just might fit him in where I have the salary that that allows. Um, Stroud at 7600 absolutely not. Right. Um, let's see. A Garrett Wilson at 5500 I might like him.
0: You would pay Nico Collins 7600 Do you feel good about that?
1: No, 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 no. Um, Stroud is 7600 No, I know, so but I- you said you
0: would fit in Nico Collins if you had the money. And I'm saying that's a lot of money.
1: It is a lot of money, but he's good. Um, I think he, you know, with Tank Dell being out, I think he's still going to be the alpha receiver here, and he still has a good good floor and ceiling.
0: That's true. I I mean, yeah, Stroud's a no. Garrett Wilson is interesting, but, you know, what's. ah, Stingley's there. Stingley's really good. Uh, Noah Brown, I'm not playing. Would you play Tyler Conklin?
1: Probably not. I think think the Jets are going to try to use Brees Hall a lot, and Garrett Wilson is probably the other recipient of anything that they throw. I
0: I don't hate Brees Hall this week. Houston is not great against the run. They're okay, but they're not sensational. But I I don't know. It just feels like I don't want any Jet – I'm tired of this, Alicia. Every prop bet I've ever made with a bad team, I end up sweating or losing it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of a game that you really could fade, and it wouldn't really hurt you, to be honest.
0: Okay, good. I have your permission. Okay. I, uh... Seattle, San Francisco, this is a very sneaky game to me. It's a 46-and-a-half spot, 10-and-a-half point favorites for San Francisco. But let me say a couple of things before you get started. Mm-hmm. Seattle's better than they were when they played this team the last time. They're a more confident Seattle team. San Francisco just came off a very emotional victory against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Can Seattle can Seattle keep this game close? And if they do, are there any Seahawks you like?
1: Um. Yeah, I don't. I I do think that hopefully, if Geno can play well. They're going to keep this game close, and it's going to be a nice game. I think, uh, like I said, McCaffrey is, like, my number one. Got to have him on everything. He's my lock for sure. He's my two-touchdown my two touchdown guy this week. Um, I think I, I like Lockett over Metcalf this week. Um, okay. And I, do, I don't mind Geno. I don't know if I would stack them. I think, yeah, Fields is probably – I just can't get away from Fields in my head. So I'm not going to get to Gino. I might have a little bit of Purdy. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think this is going to be a good game.
0: I think so, too. I think that people – I don't know. I think people are going to look at the last game and assume that it's an issue. Yeah. Like that they're not going to play well. And I think when you do that, it's a mistake. So I think this game could blow up a little bit. And I, don't, I look at this slate, and there are not a lot of blow-up games, right? So we've got. I think Detroit-Chicago could be that if Fields plays yep. well. And I think that this game could be that. I mean, that's where we have to be looking, right? Otherwise, we're not going to make money. Yep. yep.
1: And, I, you know, like you said, I, I think as well that people are going to be a little bit off this, this game because they're going to think that they're just going to blow up Seattle. So I don't know if a lot of people are going to play the 49ers pieces because of the potential blowout. They're going to think that they need to go elsewhere. But, yeah, no, I I like
0: it. Right. You could get a low on McCaffrey this week. I mean, at 9,200, and he didn't go off last week, nobody's going to want to pay it, and this could be the week to do it. I like it. All right. Minnesota and Las Vegas. Just hear me out for a a mere second. (laughs) Okay. I kind of like Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. And I kind of like Devontae Adams. O'Connell's played a lot better than people have given credit for. And Adams feels like he's ready to burst with a big game. And Minnesota kind of stinks on the back end. And I got to think that if Adams doesn't get 100 yards, I'm going to be shocked.
1: Yeah. I'm going to agree with you there. Um no, I know they act, they activated Jefferson, right? But he's not – is he playing? No?
0: We don't know that yet. I think he will play, but I don't think we know that yet. Okay.
1: Um, I do like Hawkinson.
0: I do, too, as the bringback. Um,
1: yes. So that's probably really the only piece on that game that I like, on that side of it. Uh, I'm not going to go after Dobbs just because there's other guys I like much better, but he's still, a, he's still an okay target. I think he bounces back from his – 20 interceptions he threw last week. Um, And, yeah, I love Devontae Adams a lot here.
0: Now, I don't love Josh Jacobs. I like him because of the bulk, but I don't love it. What about Jacoby Myers? What about Michael Mayer? Or do we just want Devontae, Devontae, Devontae?
1: I think I have tunnel vision towards Devontae in this game, and that's where I'm staying.
0: I I agree with you. I do like Hawkinson a ton. You know, every week I say to myself, who's the 20-point tight end? And I should have had Laporta. I should have had him in the conversation last week. I didn't enough. I went cheap with Brevin Jordan, but Brevin Jordan wasn't getting 20 points ever. In three weeks, you were not getting 20 points from Brevin Jordan.
1: Yeah. Well, but I don't think Laporta is going to get that this week though. I think they're going to hold him. So. I,
0: I couldn't agree with you more. I don't think he's getting that at all. Okay. Um, let's talk about i'm going to get to buffalo kansas city last denver chargers 44 just so i'm in a seasonal league alicia i'm winning it but i I was up by like 150 points and now i'm up by like 20 because justin herbert has laid two big smelly eggs the last two weeks and my choice this week is either herbert gardner Minshew, but i feel like i can't not play justin herbert in the game that's going to try to get me into the fantasy playoffs in this high stakes league. Do you like the chargers? Do you like Herbert? Do you like Allen? Do you like Eckler? I kind of like Eckler this week. What are your thoughts on this game?
1: I like this game. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I do like Devontae Williams back again this week. Last week I picked him, but he didn't do well for me. Um, I had like him and Singletary and a few things and they just blew it for me. I don't love Eckler. Uh, he hasn't really gotten above 10 fantasy points in the last three games. And he's only gone over hundred yards in week one this year. So I just, I, I know he's cheaper, but there's other piece. there's other people that I can get more value out of, I think. Um, and the Broncos, I think are a little bit better at the run than they were. I know they're still ranked last, but they're, they're playing much, they're better. much better than they were. Um, Keenan Allen, I'm going to say sign me up. I think he's going to be – he's one of the, the pricier wide receivers that I can pay, pay up for.
0: What I love about Allen this week is that he disappointed last week and nobody's going to want to pay the price for him. Yeah. So I think that's great. And I, I want to get to your point about um, the, the Broncos. Their run numbers are so skewed from that Miami game. It would take them two seasons yeah. to get them back to normal. The Broncos' defense is much better. I think they contain Pierce and Singletary decently enough, and they've contained teams, but we go, oh, bad run defense, bad run defense. It's not a good run defense, but it's certainly far from bad. Right.
1: And that's, you know, with all these injuries and all these backup quarterbacks, when people are looking at data, they've got to take into consideration that those are based on the whole season, you know, so – A lot of like these Cincinnati lines that you got to look at it and go, okay, it's not Burrow, it's uh, Browning, which he's pretty damn good anyway, but that's just an example.
0: You know, in in basketball, I play DFS. I don't Mm -hmm. look at the season. I look at the last five games. I want to know how you were the last five games against point guards. How are you the last five games against centers? I don't care what you did in October. We're in December. Right. Now, my thought on Eckler, it looks like he's running in mud. He looks slow, legit slow yeah
1: yeah, i I just can't I can't do it. i don't I don't blame anybody for wanting to because he's a great running back, but I just can't do it personally.
0: yeah, I know I'm playing Zach Moss. I can tell you that for sure, but to get up to seventy six hundred for Eckler, I just don't see how I'm gonna get there. i don't I don't see it.
1: yeah
0: all right, let's get to the last one here. Um, Buffalo and Kansas City. It's a 48-and-a-half spot. So I think I'm going to give you – look, do I think this game goes over? Yes. However, I'll give you a way that it doesn't. And the, the way is Isaiah Pacheco and James Cook. Yeah. Both of these teams are not great against the run. And if you want to control the ball a little bit and you don't want to let the other team have it, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm giving Pacheco the ball as much as I can. If I'm the Bills, I'm giving Cook the ball as much as I can. Now, I still think this game I, – I think this game could be like 17-13 at halftime and then explode to like 34-31. But I do think that we could see controlled numbers, at least in the beginning, until it gets wild. Yeah. Um, God,
1: everything is telling me this game is not going to go over. But – you know, I don't know. I might change my mind towards the end of the week here. I so the Bills are six and zero outright after coming off a of bye, and the Chiefs act like they're on vacation. I don't know what the hell's going on. I, they're just well, not playing. The role. Bills
0: been on the road with that stat.
1: You know, I don't know exactly, but uh, I'll have to look. I just saw this little tidbit that they're six and zero outright after bye. So um, I like that stat. Yeah.
0: Well, they're a very well coached team, but it just feels like at the end of the game, they don't play good defense in the fourth quarter. I'm worried about that. But I don't know whether Patrick Mahomes could take it. It's not Mahomes. His receivers are bad. Yeah. They're legitimately bad.
1: I do like I do like the uh the run game as you were talking about. That's a that's a good spot. Um and I do I do think Kelsey might have a good game. In the last two games against the Bills, he's had 20 targets, gone for 165 yards and a, and a touchdown in the last two games that he's met them. So if anybody has a good game, I think Kelsey Pacheco, and I do like Rashi Rice. I'm going to use that.
0: Yeah, the thing about Kelsey is we got a little Taylor Swift action, most likely, right? It's a home game. He kills the Bills. And the Bills' best cover linebacker, Matt Milano, is out. Yeah. So who's covering him? Who's covering Kelsey? Five people. <laughs> no. and we haven't seen the Kelsey bust out game in a few weeks.
1: Yeah,
0: right. So I think people are going to look at the seventy eight hundred, and they're not going to be they're not going to be having it, right? And I think this could be, you know, remember we talked about the Ritter. Yeah, would saying Jordan Poyer. I'm not buying it, Heat. I'm not. I like Jordan Poyer as much as the next guy, but I don't think he's stopping uh, Kelsey. Um, I would think, like, when we talked about who the two goons are, if we had Ritter with Drake London or Flacco with Elijah Moore. Yeah. Me and McCaffrey and give me Kelsey, I'll feel pretty good about
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. I love both of them this week.
0: All right, Alicia, let's see what you got going on. Give me your lineup, and let's see if I can get within two points of yours.
1: Let's see. All right. I've got – hang on a second. got to pull it up here. So I've got Justin Fields. Check. Zach Moss and McCaffrey.
0: Oh, and McCaffrey. Okay. Next.
1: Elijah Moore.
0: All right. One second. Elijah, go ahead.
1: DJ Moore. Yeah. Rashi Rice.
0: Rashi Rice, got it. Tight end.
1: Kyle Pitts. Okay. Najoku in my flex. Okay. And the Saints defense.
0: All right. So you're at 125.8. Let me see what I can come up with. All right. I'm going to go with my boy Desmond Ritter. But you know what? I'm not going Desmond Ritter. I'm going Aiden O'Connell. With Devontae Adams. I'm going Montgomery for sure, and I'm throwing it in with a little uh, what's-his-face, Zach Moss for sure. Uh, I've got to get DJ Moore in there, and uh, I think I like our guy. Who did I say at 3,400? Who was my 3,400 guy?
1: Was it Tillman? Yes. Yeah.
0: Little Cedric never hurt anybody. But you know what? I do like Zay Jones a little bit. Hmm. I think it may be Zay Jones. All right. Yeah, let me get Zay Jones in there. I'm definitely playing the Houston defense for sure, and that gives me a tight end. Oh, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to forget Houston's defense. I'm getting my guy Kelsey in there, and I have 3700 bucks. So give me all right, give me San Francisco. Ooh, you beat me again on this show. 115.2.
1: <laughs> well, we'll see if I actually play it. <laughs> don't change
0: it fifteen times. Oh wait, they they had Tillman in there. That was the problem. Mm, all right, don't worry about it. But the bo- I think the problem with my lineup versus yours. Oh, by the way, Heat uh, Heat like Zay Jones this week. The um, when you throw in an O'Connell or a Ritter, it immediately puts your team in a low optimizer number. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I know you use optimizers like I do. When you see a low number, does it say, does it turn you off? Or do you then trust yourself and say, I think I got a shot with this guy?
1: No, because, so I use optimizers. I don't usually enter those lineups. I usually use them just to see kind of like where the fields going with it. Um, I usually hand build unless I'm doing, sometimes I'll do 150 lineups if I'm doing like showdowns or something, but I don't typically do that on Sundays. Um no, I mean, I go with my gut. I go with what game environments I think are going to be good. You know, we talked about like four games that we really liked. I have a list of quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers that I want to use, and I mix them and match them, and I see who's coming up highly owned and the optimizer, and, I, you know, I decide whether or not I want to chalk with them. So
0: I use optimizers me. a little differently. I use them just the way you saw here like I start playing around with the numbers cuz I see it better cuz I I can't just write it down a million times and then I'll be like all right that's 115 that's 125 that's 132 like I'll start to see where the numbers are and if I find a number that attracts me I'll be I'll start to delve into that lineup and how I could tweak that one
1: See my only problem with that is I think projections are so different depending on where you go that you can't base what you do off of projections I just I mean, you can you can look at him and go, okay, yeah, he's projected to have 33 points. Okay, great. You kind of know that in your head if you're going for that particular game and that game environment. So I find that um, projections aren't super great in the end for a win, if you will.
0: No, you're right. Let me tell you something I've learned uh, when I started com. I learned that projections come from similar sources. Yeah. Right. And maybe some companies create their own, Mm -hmm. which is great, but a lot of companies don't. A lot of companies use other companies' projection sources. Right. Right. And I can tell who does, because once I see one and I see another, I see the same projection. I know you're not using your own stuff. Right. right? And I think, but nobody wants to do projections because it's laborious. And, you know, people spend all that time and you could be wrong, but I think if you do it, you know, it makes sense. What do you think about, A, the Sims? Do you trust these Sims?
1: Um, I've seen – again, I like them because they're simulating 10,000 lineups per, or 5,000, whatever you choose to do. I find that they shoot out a lot of the same – they're good for multi-entry, I think. Okay. if you're If you're hand-building and you're going for a cash lineup, I don't think there is – helpful but yeah I mean if you're building a lot of if you're going for the max 150 I think they're I think they're a good tool.
0: I like what about I like about the sims is I feel that it it point I, I always look for who they think could go 5x yeah right and I look at it and they say if you're if you're simulating this at ten thousand times and you're telling me that elijah moore is going to go 5x most of you know 38 percent of the time I'm interested yeah now it may not happen, but you you have my interest. And then all of a sudden, if he he's already in my player pool, but if he wasn't, he gets in my player pool.
1: So let's take an example. I'm sure you ran Sims last weekend, right? And and who was at the very top? Moss, right? Of course. So if we just go again, if we take the Sims and we say, okay, this is what we're we're gonna just run the Sims and we're gonna bump up our projections here and there, maybe project some guys lower, and then we're going to use those lineups. So is everybody else. Right. You know? So you've got to put your own spin on it. You've got to look from, like, way outside the box and go, okay, I like this guy, but I'm not going to play him because everybody else is.
0: Right. I mean, look, I I call myself a visionary because usually I see things before people see them. Like in college football, if a guy doesn't have a good week or two I'll be on that guy thinking, I know he's due because I know there's talent. With the Sims, like I said, what I do is it allows me to bring guys that maybe I didn't think about into my player pool. That doesn't mean I'm playing them. It just means they've now entered the dreaded pad where I have their name down and they become in my consideration. Then I got to give it some more thought like, what did I miss? What did the Sims see that I didn't? Because sometimes the Sims are really good. You know, I I have one um, projection system that said that Gardner Minshew is going to throw over 300 yards last weekend. I didn't see that coming in a million years. The Sim was right.
1: Yeah. Or like I just remember using Sims one time this year, and I was like dead set on it, and it picked Kenny Pickett like 100 times. And I I knew, like my gut was telling me, do not play Kenny Pickett. This is like in the beginning of the season, but – I was like, why would I play Kenny Pickett? Like, it's it's not – I don't care if I can get after all these expensive guys. It's not where I want to be. And I played it anyway, and I lost my butt.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what I've learned is I get the concept behind Pickett. I would never play Pickett, but like a Ritter I might because I can see the pathway if he runs a touchdown in or if he can throw the ball because Tampa's harder to run against. Now it makes sense to have the cheap quarterback, which is what the sim was telling me, but I didn't like the name they chose. Right. But I like the concept.
1: Yeah. If you can't see a clear path with a player, don't play them, period. Right.
0: All right. So your two touchdown guy this week is CMC? Yeah. My two touchdown guy this week is. Mr. Zach Moss.
1: All right. Well, I'm playing on both of my lineups. I
0: know you are. You might be my rich friend.
1: Four touchdowns.
0: (laughs) There you go. You're already off to victory. All right. Thank you for joining us. And please check out Alicia's amazing article that you're going to see this weekend as you try to win in DFS. And of course, check out drroto.com. We've got all of our tools, our optimizers, our cheat sheets, and of course, our Sunday morning discord. Okay.